First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. On the line right now is Orlando Spado. He is from Rome, was an insurance uh, agent back here in the insurance business, and then began to start, uh, you know, rubbing elbows with uh, with mob uh, mob people and wound up out uh, out west in Hollywood where he became the fixer. And he'll be speaking tomorrow night doing a presentation at the Mob Museum in Vegas. He is the accidental gangster. He has a book that is out uh, by a similar name right there, and he's on the line right now, Orlando Spado. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you today? Good. Great to have you back on. So so tell me about what's going to happen, um, and then we'll get into to the background and some of the stories in your book and stuff like that. What What is uh, what's going to happen tomorrow night? So you have a... An event going on at the yeah, Mob Museum. A big event. Uh, I'm uh, leaving today for Las Vegas. I'll be flying out in a few hours. Uh, I'll be at the Mob Museum. I'll be a uh, speaker at 8 p.m. tomorrow evening. And then I'll be doing a book signing. And there will be a film crew there to uh, film it. Nice. So it's very exciting. Uh, last night, I had dinner with uh, seven people, great people, uh, from the Los Angeles Tribune. And they are, uh, they'll be writing something soon that uh, my book is a bestseller. Uh, so it's, uh, I'm a two-time bestseller. Wow, that's pretty awesome. And, uh, and talk about the book, what's in the uh, book, and how you got from, how you went from Rome to Hollywood, from insurance to the mob. How'd you, how'd you pull all that off? You know, I'm 76 years old, and I'm here to be able to talk about it. My first indictment happened out of Syracuse, New York. My insurance license was taken from me Mm -hmm. uh, through my dear friend, Frank Russo, who was a lawyer. But way back in the day, his father was the boss of Rome. Okay. Uh, My grandfather was under him. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Slowly but surely, Frank was introducing me to a lot of people throughout the country, such as Russell Buffalino, Frank Costello. Uh, I met Maya Lansky on my own. And uh, eventually, I met uh, Sonny Frances, underboss of the Colombo crime family. And Sonny and I became very good friends for over 40 years until his death at 103, a little over a year ago. I was going to ask about that because uh, Mike Franzese, I've seen several interviews with him, and he refers to his father still being alive. He was over 100 years old, and he had some very, very long death sentence, sentence, jail sentence. Mm. And he talked about his father was just just coming out, and I was wondering um, a little bit, uh, a little bit about that. Anything, you know, he's, he tells a story. Did you know the son, Michael, anything you can say about him? He's made the rounds on all the uh, interview shows and everything else telling his story. Well, you know, Michael's one of the first people that uh, really bang, began getting out out there. Uh, I actually, that's how I ended up meeting Sonny Frances. Uh, I was down in Florida, my condo, Walter Feist and I was the distributor from the Tapazee to Niagara Falls for Polyglyco Corporation. Walter Feist and the owner of it, and he and I became friends. 
and he was getting death threats. And I told him, I said, Walter, don't worry. Nobody's going to call you up on the phone and tell you they're going to kill you. I said, it's some bullshit. <clears throat> and then he asked me to fly into New York to close the, who was the largest Cadillac dealer at the time, Victor Potomkin. So we flew in. We closed Victor. We all got in Victor's limo, and we drove to Club 21. Mm-hmm. And we had lunch. Walter went to call his office, came back, waited to go, leaned over, and he said, I know you're wired in. You got to find out about this here. Please stay over. So I called Frank. Frank said, I called Lou Perry. Lou Perry is a gentleman that discovered Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Okay. The casting director on 57th Street and in New York. I called Lou. He called me back. He said, I'm going to pick you up at 7 o'clock. Pick me up at 7. We went to Ciciliana, Italiana restaurant on 2nd Avenue, which happened to be owned by Sonny's uh, son-in-law, Eugene, who was a great guy. Mm-hmm. And Sonny was there with his son, Johnny, his daughter, Tina, and his other daughter, Gia, and his wife, Christina, also Tina. And I sat next to Sonny. We were whispering to each other. I told him the story. He said, he'll check into it. He took my office number in Rome, took my phone number in Florida. And then I ate something I got allergic to. And two, two, I really got sick. I yeah, mean, I yeah. was bad. And uh, he had two of his guys, Johnny Irish, which was Johnny Matera, and a Red Krabby, take me to the hospital. And I remember I was passed out. Yeah. And I start waking up, and the doctor's asking them, what's his name? And these two gentlemen says, Doc, you don't need that. Just get him fixed up over here. <laughs> What's your name? Doc, you don't need to know that. Just get him fixed up. Well, eventually I got up, and uh, they took me to my hotel. And uh, I was going back to New York to uh, run polyglycote in the five boroughs yeah, for a while. Yeah. So I took like two weeks, me and... Uh, the lady that became my second wife. We took two weeks to drive back. And we had a great time. Yeah. I drive into Utica and check into the uh, Ramada Inn. And when we get to the room, my phone's ringing. And the guy's bringing a luggage. I'm looking, why is this phone ringing in the room? Yeah. I figured, well, it had to be something for the previous guest. Mm-hmm. But finally, I answered it. was my friend Tommy DeMar. Wow. Said, Where the hell you been? He said, you got to be in New York Monday. Call Frank. I said, how the hell you know I'm here? Never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody knew I was going to be there. Yeah, yeah. I saw Frank. Monday, we had to go into New York, and we met with Sonny at the Russian Tea Room. And uh, I had to go get Walter, who happened to be on stage at the New York Hilton, talking to his distributors. And in the 
Russian tea room in those days when you walked in, the booth on the left was Sonny Franchet. The booth on the right was Jacqueline Kennedy's. Wow. This was this was before the restaurant opened. Yeah. So we're all there. I got Walter next to me, and Sonny has Michael. Now, Michael is Sonny's stepson. Mm-hmm. Michael was a year and a half old when uh, Tina met Sonny. But anyway, he's sitting there, and then Frank Russo and Lou Perry were sitting on chairs uh, in the aisle. And I could it was my first sit-down in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I really did not know the rules of a sit-down and keep your mouth shut. Right. Spoken to. But I didn't think Sonny was understanding what was going on. So I said, ah, it's time for me to speak. So I said, Sonny, let me explain. Let's suppose somebody was moving into your territory in the Bronx. Boom, the coldest ice you ever seen in your life. Penetrated right through my whole body. Mm. And he says, you keep your mouth shut. Don't think for one moment, I don't know what's going on here. And I kept my mouth shut. And as it turned out, Sonny sided with us. Michael was wrong. Right. And I guess from there, to a point down, Michael really never liked me. And we ended up having a little bit. I never seen Michael again until he got out of prison. He did a few years, mm-hmm. and he got out over here. And then he called his brother and asked if I would meet with him. So I told his brother, have him meet me at the Rangoon Racquet Club over here on Santa Monica Boulevard, mm-hmm. which was one of my places. And uh, he got there. I took him out in the alley in the back. I said, we need Michael. Well, you know, we come from the same moat. No, Michael, you broke the moat. I remember the conversation we went yesterday. I said, you broke the moat, Michael. What do you need? Well, you know, he said, you know, everything's going on in Los Angeles. If, you know, any strangers flying into town, if you would let me know. I said, well, if your father approves it, I said, I'll do it. And Sonny called me. He was in Vic, uh, in uh, Virginia at the time, in prison. And he used to call me at least once a week yeah. and write me. And uh, I told him what happened. He said, don't do a thing. Uh, so I didn't do anything if I heard about strangers coming into town. Yeah. yeah. And so Michael and I ended up on Vlad TV. And Michael always blasted me, and then I went on and I blasted him with somebody. Just told me last night from the uh, Los Angeles Tribune that that thing went viral. Wow. How did you do all this without getting killed, Larry? Love, uh, well, honor, respect, and loyalty. That, got uh, it. Those are three words that people should live by no matter what you're doing in life. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, mob work know, or, uh, anything, uh, or housework or housework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No matter what you do, you got to have yeah. those three things. If you don't, I could have ended up in the trunk of a car. Yeah. The other thing, it was a blessing that I was living in California and over here, Jimmy Cachi, 
was originally from Buffalo. He was the underboss of Los Angeles. Wow. And Jimmy was my best friend out here. So you I had, had nothing uh, to do with yeah. any of the other guys that were here at the time. Right. So you had enough Man. contacts to keep the keep everything going and staying afloat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how can people? Um, I hate to say we're we're out of time here. How can people uh, tune in tomorrow night? Can they can they watch your your speech at at the Mob Museum? Uh, I'm positive it will be on YouTube. I'll be posting uh, after. Uh, uh, the uh, film team uh, does it. I'll be posting parts of it on my Facebook, my right. Instagram account, and so forth. Okay, and on your your Facebook, they just search for uh, for the accidental gangster. Accidental gangster, yeah. and I got two accounts: Ori Spado. Okay, and uh, its Instagram is the accidental gangster. The Accidental Gangster, which is the yep. book. And if you get a chance to check out the book, it's available wherever you get your books. And quite a very interesting story. Orlando Spado. Who knows? The story might be a movie sometime soon, you say. Yes. Uh, a lot of activity is going on. I mean, so much has happened to me. i got to pinch myself to make sure I'm still alive here. All right. Well, you oh. are still alive. That's a good thing. And uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank good, you, Bill. Good luck tomorrow at the uh, Mob Museum. Thank you, my friend. I All appreciate right. it. Okay. And I'll be back there in August. All right. Love to see you in studio. That'd be really cool. Okay. okay. Take care now. Thanks so Bye-bye. much. Uh, you want uh, people like Ori on your side. You don't want to be on the, the, the negative side of Orlando Spade. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.